Welcome to my diary. Welcome to my diary. Welcome to my diary. Oh. Welcome to my diary. Welcome to my diary. Welcome to my diary. Oh. Welcome to my diary. For the higher achievers and people who inspire me. First they didn't believe us cause they follow society. Now they looking to see us cause they truly admire me. Oh. Better keep your eyes on me. Oh. Everybody crowd on me. Oh. Cause I'm a young prodigy, oh Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Diaries of High Achievers Podcast A podcast where we elevate the well-being of the non-ambitious conformers By showing you how to gain it all without losing it all It's your boy, your host, Corey Singleton, alongside OPS uh, Ops, what's going on, man? Wait, Corey, you said the non-ambitious conformers. That's the exact opposite of who our podcast is for. <laughs> the ambitious, the ambitious non-conformers. Oh, yes. <laughs> but we know, we know your heart, though. We know your heart. I just had to make sure because oh, yes. someone's going to catch it. Someone's going to catch it. I know you're not trying to do it with me today, oh, yes. but someone was going to catch it. So I just had to make that correction. <laughs> I, am, the question. I am feeling <laughs> I am feeling empowered, Corey, to answer your question. I feel like there's a lot of plans I have in motion right now. Q2 is off to a good start, so I'm I'm very excited for the goals I have for this quarter. How are you feeling, Corey? I'm feeling easy going. Um I'm feeling like I need to go on a little adventure. Uh I don't really have a problem in turning into the wildness, you know? I like that about myself. Like I, I seek, sometimes I seek uncertainty um, and I like that. And I'm kind of looking for the next adventure. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Are you going to go to like a national park, like that type of outdoorsy adventure or what? No, not that one. I don't know. I, I don't know. I really just, just, I don't know. It's something, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's something that a, that a man just has to go through. Let me stop. It ain't that deep, but nah. Um, yo, the month of April was about to be crazy. Now I think about it. It's a lot of stuff happening. A lot of great stuff happening. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that over the coming weeks though for sure. Indeed, indeed. It is spring, thankfully. March was a little sketch. March was like trying to be winter extended, but we made it. We made it through. So today, family and friends, we're gonna be talking about the five things to do to be in the top five percent. So we're gonna be taking some of the research that we spent, um, like studying high performers, not just high earners, but people who are high performers in their field, and give a condensed version of how these people are able to be such high performers and achievers and what they're doing. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Corey before we start about talking, before we start talking about, okay, what are the things they're doing? Let's have a quick conversation about the things that they're not doing so we can all take that moment to evaluate, okay, where are we at with those things and what can we be changing in our own lives if we desire to be in the top 5%. Yeah, so three areas that I feel is signs of an average life. And the first one, I'm really super, super, super duper big on this is honoring your commitments. Um, we know discipline equals freedom, but lack of accountability, man. Like, <laughs> I'm that one friend that if you say, hey, I want to I want to be accountable in this area, you'll end up wanting to fight me. Like, that's how bad I am. Uh, but that's how serious I take self-accountability 
right? Like accountability, us as humans, like we need accountability people, our partners to really help us get things done as we plan, even when we really don't feel like it. So without any accountability, it's really easy to lose focus on on what's really important to us. Um, But yeah, self-accountability, man, like honoring your own commitments, there's nothing else like it. Showing up for you whenever you don't see the results right then and there is powerful. Uh, Number two is going to be that mediocre circle of influence, man. Um, And again, this kind of goes back to option fatigue, what we spoke about last week, but feeling like you have you know the the surrounding core value of friends right like that's that's slim picking especially nowadays for real but um we already know the the the, the quote you know you're going to be on average the five people you spend the most time with and uh, i think as we grow in our adulthood we learn the value of our peace we learn the value of our time more which i'm appreciative as I, as as i'm you know we're going through our mid-20s man like we can't be just be kicking it if <laughs> we can't just be kicking it if you know we not if we're really not talking about substance if we're really not talking about good impactful quality uh, quality of conversations, um, and then the number three is going to be actually two things: um, lack of personal development. Man, like one of my biggest fears in life is not reaching the potential of what Corey knew he had in him when it's all said and done, um, and the lack of urgency. You know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> lack of urgency i think people were just so comfortable in saying and in this nature of 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 saying oh well someday right that someday men, that someday mentality um but the time to really change that and to kind of just change the results of what you're looking for starts today um it doesn't have to happen in the future because the future is unknown but at the same time um that lack of urgency like moving with intention right moving with purpose understanding that we're only here for a little bit of time. We don't have that 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 infinite of time on this earth. So, um, yeah, just just living with purpose, living with intentionality. So, those would probably be like the, the three areas that I would probably say of of average life, of of what not to do. So, OPS, how do we get to like become the five percent? Like, what are what are some of the, the factors that that go into play? Man, so when I think about this, I think about, you know, I don't feel like I'm in the top 5%. In some areas, I probably could be, and people would probably argue that I am. But like you mentioned earlier, don't give me that. I'd argue. Oh, yeah. You argue, you'd argue what? That you 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 in that, you in that top 2%. I'd argue you'd yes, shut sir. up. I'm not going there today. <laughs> Thank you, though. Um, but not today, Corey, not today. But the point being like, you know, people who are high performers like ourselves, like we often, we appreciate, we're learning to appreciate what we have accomplished, but we're we're also thinking a lot about what we still want to accomplish, that 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 gap between where we're currently at and where we want to be. Um, and that's part of like the chase of being a high performer and achiever. It's like you're, you know, always working towards something that gives us fulfillment in life. Um, so when we think about the top 5%, I'm not going to like name people. I'm not going to sit here and name athletes or no, no, no. Cause I feel like that can make a cognitive disconnect. I just want to talk about the people who are operating the very few percentage of people in our population who are operating at their best because most of us aren't, most of us aren't. Um, and so what are the things that they are doing to operate at their best? Five things for you. So the first thing is going to be physical, your physical 
health, maintaining a healthy lifestyle. What are you putting into your body? How are you working your muscles? How are you moving your body, your cardiovascular health, right? All of these things. The goal is not to be, when we think about like physical health and peak performance, I think people have this image of like someone being shredded, right? Like the gym rat thing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what does the healthiest version of you look like? It might not be the shredded person. And it might be someone who's like, you know, on a keto diet or whatever the case may be. But what does that peak performance look like for you? Second thing, internal alignment. And when I say internal alignment, I mean three things. I mean your mental, spiritual, and emotional well-being because your mind sets everything in motion. If your mind is not in agreement, it's not happening. When you're spiritually, mentally, and emotionally aligned and in a healthy place with all of those things, there's like this level of um, like just flow that you have in your life, right? You're more able to be resilient. You're more able to be diligent and consistent in all of the things because your mind, your mind has agreed with what you're trying to achieve relational (laughs) number three relational here's the thing it's your tribe of support plus your circle of influence and for people those can be two different things your tribal support like who are your peers right your peers that are on the same page as you on the same wave like this you on the same vibe achieving the same thing maybe the specific goals look a little bit differently but it's your crew it's your tribe of support i can go to corey and be like you know talk about stocks and investing or whatever and like have high quality conversations but it's also your circle of influence, the people that you have access around who are further along, who pull more greatness out of you, who remind you like, okay, this is not the time to get comfortable if you haven't achieved what you're what you say you want to achieve yet. And they are able to act as mentors, advisors, counselors in your life and be that that source of influence for an aspiration for you to continue striving. Fourth thing, fourth thing, financial here's the thing. A lot of people are in debt and I don't want to sit here and have like a whole Dave Ramsey rant about how you're a crappy person or you're a terrible person because you're in debt. Like, no, most of us have debt, right? But how are you being financially responsible in the financial situation that you're in? Are you getting yourself into more debt month over month? Are you working on knocking out debt month over month? Are you cutting back things that really aren't serving you? Are you still trying to keep up with the Joneses? Like what, how are, how is your financial your financial health, your financial discipline, right? Because people who are performing at their peak performance, they have financial discipline more often than not. And then the fifth things, your actions. And what I like to call your actions, your actions are the teller of your intentions. Say that with me. Your actions are the teller of your intentions. If your actions are not aligned with what you're saying, with what you're telling people you want out of life, then what's really happening in your subconscious is your mind going back to the internal alignment. Your mind has not bought in to what you want to do, right? And so you got to go back back to the top of this list <laughs> and go down it again. But are your actions aligned with what you are wanting to achieve, right? To be, a, in my opinion, how I define peak performers, people who are really operating as the best versions of themselves, they have, um, they're honest, they have integrity, they are consistent. They are dependable. In a way, they're boring. When you really think about it, Corey, in a way, they're boring because people know what 
they're going to get from them, right? But that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Boring is not bad, though the world will tell you that it is. Being a reliable person is not a bad thing. So those are the top five things, five things to do to be in the top 5%. By top 5%, I mean the folks, the very few percent of our population who are truly operating as the best versions of themselves. Oh my gosh. Look, man, you just saying that really like helped me understand how boring I am. Like people be asking me, yo, what's on the agenda today? Nothing. I'm not going outside. I can't go outside every weekend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, nah, that's crazy, man. Like, yeah, it's 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 true. Like a lot of people can't even sit with themselves. Like they always feel like they gotta be on the go somewhere. Like, yo, just relax at the crib for a day, you know? Um, sit tight, reflect chill out, you know, running errands, do all this other stuff. Matter of fact, as I'm adulting, I'm figuring out that running errands is considered me going outside. Just saying. If I got to go to Target, I'm outside. So Correct. Yeah. Correct. That is, that is in my mind, that is my version of going outside nowadays. Um, <laughs> that's funny, man. But no, I'm definitely a boring person. Um, I, It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, um, to move along in the PTR segment, man, pause and refresh. Um, OPS, what are a couple of things that you're applying in your life to to stay consistent, to say the least? Man, I feel like it's just like drawing your line on what you will and will not tolerate for yourself. And I feel like taking that level, one, having that self-awareness and taking that level of accountability and ownership over, you know, I said I'm going to do X, Y, Z, so I'm going to make sure I do X, Y, Z. And if that means me not doing ABC to get X, Y, Z done, then that's the line I'm drawing. And I feel like that's that's where a lot of people are at. Like they need to draw that line. What will you, what will you and what will you not tolerate for yourself? What about you, Corey? You know, you said a key word right there. You said ownership. And I think a lot of times when we hear ownership, it's owning businesses, owning real estate, owning X, Y, Z. But ownership of your actions, ownership of your choices, right? Um, that right there is game changer. Like taking ownership of that, taking ownership and responsibility of yourself. Absolutely. So absolutely. Nah, that's 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 gold. That's that's money right there for sure. And I think we need more people to take initiative and ownership of just the actions and the choices that they're making, right? Um, but for me, ooh, I don't know, like just self-accountability. I'm really big on that, man. Like honoring my commitments. And, and if I say something, I'm going to do it, you know, um, word is bond and we know that, but I feel like the more that you stay committed to yourself and you show up for yourself, the more that other people will entrust in you because they see how consistent you are and what it is you're doing. And they don't, they don't miss that because they see that. Um, and, you know, I just want to be a person of, of character, right? A person of integrity. So when people say, oh, Corey said this or Corey did that, they're like, oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like he he's a he's a he's a man of his word. Um, so yeah, ownership and that self accountability piece, man, for sure. So just just sharpening the blade around those areas for me is 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 where I'm at, and it's been helping this far. I love that. I love that. So we're uh, going to take a little pivot into our do better segment for today's episode. As you all know, these are cultural moments that we all can learn from. <sighs> Deep sigh, everyone. Breathe in with me. <sighs> breathe out. Here's the thing, friends. The spirit of the tender swindler is still alive and well. 
don't let that documentary get you caught up like this is historical. No, it's still a very actual factual thing happening in people's lives. So this happened back in February, but I want to take the time to talk about it because there's a big lesson we can learn from this. And um, basically this young woman met this guy on a dating app. That's the start of a very bad story at this point. Um, and this guy, you know, learned information about her, told, you know, told her that he was from the same village that she was adopted from as a child, all of these things, right? Bright, a bright young lady. So this, this young lady had things happen in her life. You know, she had a parent pass away, which means she had a life insurance policy. She had sold, um, the house that her her parent was living in and you know um this guy convinced her to basically invest in crypto and this whole entire time she's thinking she's investing in crypto she's looking at her account and she's seeing the money grow and one day she goes in there and she's like okay i made this money i'm ready to cash out and deep sigh family and friends that is when she realized It was all a scam. She was not indeed investing in cryptocurrency. She was putting that money into the pocket of a swindler, of a rando that she met on a dating app. It's a really sad story. Corey, you know how much money she lost? A couple hundred thousand, probably. She lost $390,000. And again, she sold, when when one of her parents died, they sold the house. So her and her father now live in an RV. Like that's, they're down bad. They're down bad because not only did she start investing in crypto, she convinced her father to start investing as well, AKA giving money to a scammer um, because they were very like this, the scammer was very savvy the whole time they created this fictitious account that was growing. So she truly thought that her investments were growing. She thought she had 1.2 million. Indeed, she was actually in the hole $390,000. That is devastating people like absolutely devastating news. Um, They did an interview with her and they asked the father, you know, his response when she found out it was a scam and she had to break that news to him. The father's response broke my heart because I don't think a lot of parents would respond that way. He just hugged her and told her, like, you know, it's going to be okay. I feel like most parents would have flipped the F out. (laughs) Um, So that's a testament to their relationship. But here's the lesson in all of this. And I highly encourage you all. This is what this is a, a piece on CBS that came out in February. I highly, highly, highly suggest that you all read this piece. My cousin actually sent it to me. He was like, you need to read this. And um, here's the thing. Beware of the pig butchering scams, aka the fattening of the calf, where people will get you to let your guard down. And they will take the time. They will play the long game to build trust with you, to get you to let your guard down, to ultimately screw you over. And I feel like this is a testament of what We have an internal compass. To me, that's the Holy Spirit. Other people might call it other things like intuition or whatever. To me, we have an internal compass that has the ability to tell us when something is off, even if the material evidence in front of us says that everything is fine. And when you have a feeling that something is off, something is not right, I know it's very easy to ignore that feeling, to ignore that voice, but listen, 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 listen to it folks and family and be mindful like 
is there something that is slowly cooking you right now? Something that just feels a little off, but you can't put your finger on it. Um, listen to that voice. Don't ignore that voice. So that that's our little lesson from Do Better. Be aware of the pig butchering scams of life. No, that's good for real. And we're not saying not to invest in crypto at all. We're not saying that. But if you do, uh, make sure that the project is legit. And this isn't from this is besides the fact of like getting on these social media date apps and stuff like that. But make sure that the project that you're investing in is is legit. Make sure that the uh the, the project has a community, a supportive community behind it, or maybe like a Discord or something like that, um, where you know it's it's up and running and it's legit. So, uh, cause yeah, the, the whole crypto. I do remember back in February, or early January, the whole crypto thing was coming around, <clears throat> and then right right after that, the Tindle the Tinder swindler came came out and everything. So, uh. No, that's that's good stuff, OPS. Um, Indus, Indus, man, tell us a good story. Tell us a, a get your life segment. What you got, so you you can take us home, as as always. Take us to the promised land. Oh, oh man, friends, not the promised land. Promised land. <laughs> but family and friends, forget your life. I just want to take a minute to uh, hold you accountable, and also love on you at the same time. So as you know, we're at the beginning of Q2. Q1 ended. For those of you who have been following me, I think we talked about on this podcast, I break my yearly goals up into quarters. So Q1, I'm going to focus on this. Q2, I'm going to focus on this. Q3 and 4, so on. So I want to hold you accountable. What did you accomplish in Q1 that you said you were going to accomplish in Q1? Did you get it done? If you didn't, how can you recalibrate for the rest of the year instead of being, you know, instead of giving up and being like, oh, man, I'm just not going to do that this year. No. How can you recalibrate for the next three quarters of the year to accomplish what is important to you? If you did not have concrete goals for 2022, it is not too late to make them. What are things you can realistically accomplish before the year is over? How can you break those up into quarters? I break my things up into quarters because I need to like, like I need intellectual stimulation. Like I need to switch my focus around. So I break them up to quarters to keep me motivated. I can stay motivated for three months. For six months, like I, I need to jazz it up a little bit. So how can you continue to hold yourself accountable throughout the remaining three quarters that we have for the year? I know you can do it. I believe in you. I trust in you. For me, I'm going to be completely honest. I had three goals for Q three, one goal I did not accomplish, but I did not give up. I just said, you know what, instead, I'm just going to do this in April because I can get it done in April. Um, it was something small, like it was a one day thing. I wanted to make sure that I volunteered in Q1. I didn't actually end up volunteering, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this next month. So hopefully that wasn't a disappointment. Corey is looking at me with a straight face, like where, wow, where's the fire? Um, but that's just all I want to do. I want to hold you accountable. Like, are you doing what you said you're going to do? Like we've been talking about in this episode, right? Accountability. So with that being said, family and friends, it is the springtime. I hope for those who plan to be out in these streets this summer that you are preparing yourself to be out in these streets this summer. Um, I will be on the sidewalk, as Corey says. I'm not going to be in the house. I'm not going to be in the streets. I'm going to be like in the middle on the sidewalk or the curb, as you put it. Um, 
You did definitely say that one day. Okay, whatever. Anyways, make sure that you uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and a review because you are amazing, fabulous people. Make sure that you share this episode with someone who is wanting to improve their life. Make sure that they're operating at a peak performance um, and wanting more. Corey, something you want to say? Yeah. Uh, no, I just I just wanted you to stop. Yo, thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode, man. We love you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>